The following is another Power 99 sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. Up the floor with it, running the point again. Will be Burr. Swings it over to the right side for Mesa. Left side, Clark going to try this wrap around again. This time she takes the shot, no good, but Berglund offensive rebound up and in. Six in a row for Berglund. Tonight, it's a Highway 30 battle from Shelton as the Bulldogs welcome in the Gibbon Buffaloes. High School Basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Holcomb with a basketball, gets the double team to Wiseman. Great ball fake, wide open three, bingo. Matt Wiseman hits his second three, and he's got a game-high ten points. Our opening doubleheader of 2021 gives us an area rivalry between schools that are just seven miles apart. It's the Buffaloes and the Bulldogs coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Shelton with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good evening once again, everyone, from Shelton. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, getting ready for the second part of tonight's high school basketball doubleheader on Parents' Night here at Shelton. The Shelton Bulldogs welcoming in one of their area rivals, the Gibbon Buffaloes. Not in the same conference. Shelton, kind of that misplaced team in the Twin Valley Conference, the northernmost school. But uh, the boys are off to a good 6-3 and three start. And for Gibbon, they were shut down for so long because of covid over the month of December, they played their first two games and then didn't play again until Saturday when they got in the win column with a victory over Minden, and they come in with a record of 1-2 and two on the season. But those two losses are to St. Paul and Central City, who are a combined 16-3. and three. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Our girls game tonight, Shelton just steadily pulled away and beat Kibben 51-32 to 32 to improve to 8-2 and two on the season. We'll look at the starting lineup for our boys game right after this on Power 99. Gangler Seed Supply in Shelton wishes all of the athletes best of luck. You've worked hard to make it this far, so compete hard and have fun. A proud sponsor of high school athletics, Gangler Seed Supply Incorporated in Shelton. Good luck, athletes. This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! Also going on tonight on ESPN Radio, 1460 AM and the new 92.1 FM, Kearney High Basketball taking on North Platte. Kearney won the girls' game 51-50. to The boys' game currently underway. Time now for the 
Starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in uh, Kearney. First off for the Gibbon Buffaloes, here's how things will look for head coach David Benj. Number four is a 5'10 senior, Marcus Smith. Number five, 5'11 senior, Matt Weisman. He is the leading scorer at 21 points per ball game. Number 13, 6'4 junior, Braxton Smith. Number 24, 6'6", junior, Connor Hyde. He's getting you 11 points a game. And number 25, 6'5", junior, Mitchell Sell, averaging 13 points per contest. The head coach of your 1-2 and two boys basketball team from Gibbon is David Benj, assisted by Josh Reinertson and Mitch Demers. Now taking a look at the starting lineup for the Bulldogs of Shelton. They'll begin with number 4, 6'1", freshman, Riley Bombeck. Number 12, six foot one inch senior is Ryan Lewis. Number 20, six foot one inch sophomore is Quinn Cheney. He gets you 11 points a game. Number 23, six foot freshman Ashton Simmons, and the leading scorer, number 30, six four senior Angel Lynn, at 16 and a half points and 10 and a half rebounds per ball game. The head coach is the Hall of Famer Dave Owen, assisted by Will Reitzel, six and three on the year for Shelton. The loss is coming to Elm Creek. Kennesaw, and Parkview Christian, who's the number one team in Class D2. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll get ready to tip things off right after this. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Farming is a way of life here. It always has been and always will be. Today's farmers have a feel for the land. That shows in the harvest. They team up with Clevenger Farm Products to deliver their fuels and help save valuable time. Locally owned and operated, so the people behind the counter are the people you've known for years. People you can rely on. Whether you need fuels delivered or you get your fuel right there 24-7, pay at the pump in Gibbon and Kearney. For everyone who's nurturing the land, Clevenger Farm Products, proud to support the area athletes. We're ready to play basketball as the ball is in the air, and the opening tip will be controlled here by the visiting Gibbon Buffaloes in their all-blue uniforms with white trim, and the all-white with blue trim for Shelton. As we see the Bulldogs come out in the zone, Gibbon fires a three all the way around, twice sit in for Matt Wiseman. He'll hit you 21 through the first three games, and he starts off with a three-pointer here for the Gibbon Buffaloes. They're going to come out and play a man-to-man defense here against the Bulldogs, who are going to love to get up and down the floor. Could see a lot of pace to this game. Angel Lynn, the leading scorer. Good ball fake. Got into the paint. Puts it up from 14. It's off the mark. No good. And the rebound brought down by Wiseman. Wiseman will bring the ball into the front court. Dump it into the left-hand corner for Smith. Skip it over the top of the zone. Pull up three again, and it's off the mark. A little too strong by Mitchell Sell. And the rebound brought down by Lewis. Second chance underneath. Scoop shot, no good. Rebound brought down by the taller Connor Hyde off the miss of Marcus Smith. And at the floor, we're going to get a hand check foul called here on Shelton. 
Foul will be on Riley Bombeck, first of the game. Would not be surprised to see a little higher number of fouls in the ball game here tonight. As we said, these guys know each other just down the road. Some of them play baseball together in the summer. Inbounds pass. Gibbon tries to throw it up top to Mitchell Sell. They overthrew him. It's a two-on-one, and Gibbon will finish it off with a layup. Shelton, excuse me, by Ashton Simmons on the Gibbon turnover, and Shelton's on the board. Three to two, Gibbon. 6.45. We're just underway here in the first quarter. Wiseman with a basketball into the right-hand corner. He'll find Spraxton Smith into the paint, trying to make a move. His cell, and as we said, there's a whistle and the foul. This is going to go on Ashton Simmons, his first, team's second foul. So you look at Gibbons, 6'4", 6'5", 6'6". That's pretty good, even in the old Luplatt Conference in C1. Inbounds pass, short jumper off the glass will be Mitchell Sell. And given up by a score of 5-2. to two. Fast break the other way. The pass goes through the hands of Riley Bombeck. And Gibbon will get the basketball. Shelton turns it over for the first time. Wiseman into the front court to sell. Back up to Wiseman. Swing it over here to Smith. Another three, but that one's off the heel. No good. Rebound brought down by Angel Len. They're going to need his double-digit boards tonight. As Len brings it into the front court, hands it off there to Simmons. Two freshmen in the starting lineup. Len tries the deep corner three. It's off the heel, no good from the right corner. The rebound brought down by Wiseman. Two minutes into the ball game, 5-2, to two, give it on top. Wiseman, they're trying to double him here in the zone. Push him all the way out, 28 feet away. Swings it over to Smith. Smith to the left elbow, jump pass back to Wiseman, who hit the first three to start the game. His pass inside to Shell is tipped and stolen away. Shelton, second turnover. Up the floor, fast break here. Shot, no good. Rebound put back up, no good by Lewis. And the rebound brought down by Connor Hyde. So Hyde pulls down the board and a three-point lead here for Gibbons. Shelton's had a couple of looks, haven't been able to finish on. Ball fake three, bounce pass inside to Hyde. Little baby hook up and in. Connor Hyde with his first bucket. And a five-point lead here early on for the Buffaloes. Seven to two. Shelton doesn't like to take a lot of time, but have to be a little more patient this time down the floor. Quinn Chaney, they leave him alone. Wide open three, but it won't go. He's not going to get a better look than that probably tonight. And we have got an over-the-back foul called here on the Buffaloes. It's going to be on Wiseman. First foul on Gibbon as Angel Len was down there pulling down the rebound. Bulldogs to throw it in. They double Len in the paint, so they kick it out for a 17-footer. No good by Ryan Lewis. And Wiseman will pull down the rebound here for the Buffaloes. Wiseman pushes it up the floor on the left wing. He'll find Smith. A quick three in transition. No good. Offensive rebound. Sell at the free throw line. Throws it right back up. No good. Rebound brought down by Cheney. And he'll be fouled by Connor Hyde. And we are going to get a timeout here from head coach Dave Oman as they are not getting much going early on. It is given seven. And Shelton, two, 446 remaining here in the first quarter of play. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Why pay more when you can get better internet for less? Why settle for it's okay internet when you can have blazing fast speeds to get things done on a snap? Stop asking why and make the switch to NCTC and do business with a company you can trust. With exceptional customer service and Nebraska values, you can't go wrong. Switch to NCTC Internet and experience the difference. We're confident you'll love our service. Visit nctc.net today. 
And Coach Dave Oman wanting to have a quick word with his youngsters. Who trail it 7-2. Grand Island Central Catholic boys leading Northwest 18-14 after the first quarter. Central Catholic boys and girls both undefeated. The girls won earlier tonight. North Platte trailing the Kearney High boys 21-7 on ESPN Radio. And now Shelton out of the timeout. Gets it up top. Bomb back. Three-pointer on the way. It's too strong. Long board slapped out. Quinn Chaney trying to run it down. He does. Saves it to Angel Lynn. Lynn in the right-hand corner. Gets it back out top. Not a lot of interest in two-point field goals so far. We've had seven three-pointers attempted by the two teams. And only one of them made. Driving baseline. Lynn has a foul called on Braxton Smith. Tried to block it from behind. He got a lot of basketball. And so Lynn to the line. Trying to get his first point to the basketball game. Other scores. The Kennesaw boys lead Axtell 17-6 after one quarter. And the Maywood Hayes Center boys lead Highline at the half 39-28. Lynn knocks down the first free throw. Got some other girls scores from earlier tonight that we're going to pass along to you. Ainsworth beat Burwell 42-30. Axtell girls over Kennesaw 49-30. And Selma Myrna knocked off North Platte St. Pat's 51-42. Second free throw by Len is no good. And Braxton Smith will pull down the rebound. He's the man that committed the foul that time for Gibbon. And the ball's picked off by Bombeck at the top of the circle. One on two. He'll just decide to pull up and hit an eight-footer. No. Rebound out long, punched out front, and Marcus Smith has it on the run out. Bombeck comes back and blocks it from behind. Out of bounds it goes. So Bombeck able to stay with it. Broken Bow girls go to 10-0 with a 65-24 thrashing of McCook tonight. It was Hershey over South Loop, 49-41. As we said, Carney clipped the North Platte girls 51-50. Pleasanton over Silver Lake, 76-39. And in overtime, Southern Valley girls beat Franklin, 35-34. The inbounds pass comes to Connor Hyde. Misses the short jumper. Quinn Chaney will get the rebound. Chaney into the front court, drives all the way down, and has his shot blocked out of bounds by Braxton Smith. And say it's last touched by Shelton. So Shelton turns the basketball over. And in for Gibbon. They will get Dylan Davis on the floor. And Dylan is 6'5 as a junior. So they're getting a little height over there. Wiseman is trapped in the backcourt, gets it up to Davis. Also in there is Caleb Pickle for the Buffaloes. Down to the block, trying to get posted up is Braxton Smith. Ball way out top to Wiseman. 7-3, given with the lead. Things have slowed down here over the last minute and a half. Wiseman, ball fake three, still gets a three away on the right wing. It's no good. Rebound pulled down out top by Riley Bombeck. Bombeck will leave it off here for Quinn Cheney, the point guard. Throws it behind Ryan Lewis. He wasn't looking and didn't have a chance to grab it. So since that timeout by Coach Dave Oman at the 446 mark, we've had one point and we've played two minutes. We've had the teams turn it over a couple of times, tack on a foul or two. Zone diamond trap here for the Bulldogs, but Shelton brings it across with Wiseman. And these teams are able to put some points up on the board. 
We talked about Gibbon has three players in double figures. They're averaging about 51 a game, but those three are basically doing it. And now trouble for Gibbon. They're going to get called here for an over and back. Why is we got trapped? Just threw it out towards half court, and nobody could get to it. For Shelton so far offensively on the year, they have put up some points. Uh, they're averaging not really as high as you would think, but they had a 32, a 43, a 47, a 41. They're averaging about 50 points per ball game. And we have more substitutions as Angel Lynn will throw it in the front court here for Shelton. Back in for Gibbon is Connor Hyde after a short breather. In for Shelton is going to be Tyson Kenton. Ball inside, ball fake Lynn, and a little hand, a hook. They going to call Angel Lynn for the hook, or are they going to call an illegal screen? They're going to call an illegal screen here on Ryan Lewis. So his first and the team's third. Team fouls are even at three apiece. Somebody's going to have to get something going here offensively, though. As we said, just one point now, two and a half minutes, and it's only seven to three. Wiseman finally gets across the timeline, brings it into the paint, tries to dish it off to Connor Hyde. Ball deflected away out of bounds by Riley Bombeck, and Gibbon will get underneath their own hoop. I don't think what either coach was expecting here in the first six minutes of this basketball game. But if somebody drops one in, we might get a little track meet going up and down the floor. Inbounds pass Wiseman off the screen. The three-pointer is no good. Offensive rebound. They're fighting for it. It's loose. It skips out of the hands, and Tyson Kenton will grab it. Doesn't have numbers, so he just slows it down and hands it off to Quinn Chaney. Chaney brings it over on the left wing. Bomb back. Back up top. Chaney into the right-hand corner to Len against the given man-to-man. Len trying to work baseline here on Braxton Smith. Has to kick it back out top. Free throw line, Kenton. Back in the corner, Len. Now he's got baseline. He got bumped a little bit. Kicks it out to Chaney for three. Quinn Chaney with the first three-point bucket of the ball game. And finally, somebody scores. It had been over three minutes since we'd had a field goal. Now the ball stolen away by Bombeck as Sell was trying to dribble from half court. And Bombeck sneaks in there and gets the fifth given turnover. Back to Riley in the front court. Comes down to the low block. Has to take it over the top of Connor Hyde. Can't get the job done. Rebound brought down by Braxton Smith. Here's Wiseman pushing it up the floor, but they're doubling him. Down on the block. They'll get it to Hyde. Turnaround jumper. No. From three feet away, it bounced off the heel. And Ryan Lewis with his third rebound. 55 seconds to go here in the first quarter. 7-6. to six, Given with the lead. Bombeck. Left elbow back to Lynn, trying to work again on Braxton Smith. Can't get by him. Back up top, they'll reverse it around to the right side into the hands of Quinn Chaney. 40 seconds to go in the quarter. To Bombeck, Wiseman gives him a little room. Lynn will try a three in the corner, and it's no good. Wiseman will pull down his fourth rebound. And Shelton will settle back defensively, and it looks like Gibbon is going to hold for one shot here. So we got up and down the floor a few times, but certainly not a lot of points. Bombeck's got to be careful out here. He's trying to slap it away from Wiseman at half court. You don't want to peek up a cheap foul. Yeah, you can pressure him, but surely don't foul. 12 seconds to go. Skip it on the left wing to Smith. Smith doubled, forces his way in, tries to pass it off to Hyde. Hyde attacks, and Connor Hyde scores. Two seconds to go. Chaney has it picked off at the horn. Wiseman put it up and almost hit a fall away bucket. But it did not go, and we are at the end of the first quarter of play. 9-6. Gibbon leads it on the road here at Shelton on Power 99. 
If keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery or eClipper, email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, Caro, and everywhere in between. We will give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows? You might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show danger stunts or crazy cats, but we'll keep you informed about our towns, and our people. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. With our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda back here in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth at Shelton. Glad to have you along with us on today's basketball contest as we get ready to start the second quarter of play. And it will be Shelton basketball. They trail it by a score of 9-6. to six. Again, not that much offense. Let's see if we can pick it up here a little bit. In quarter number two, out of the left wing with it is Ashton Simmons. Cheney has a three-pointer for the Bulldogs, and Wiseman has a three-pointer, and Connor Hyde has four for Gibbon. Backing up, three, Simmons hits the deck. The shot's no good. It goes over the backboard. It's out of bounds, and it sticks up there, and they're going to have to get the big stick to try and knock that one down. While they do that, a reminder that you can nominate your favorite athlete for the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by BNB Carpet of Donovan. You can see all of the winners at PlatteRiverPreps.com, and we just finished up December, and for the first time, our winners are from the same school. Loomis, Quinn Johnson on the boys' side, Alexis Billiter on the girls' side, brought to you by BNB Carpeting. We will see Loomis as they host Elm Creek. The boys' game will be a battle of state-rated teams Friday night. Elm Creek girls are also rated. Loomis right there at 500 in this tough FKC. So Gibbon will have their first opportunity here in the second quarter, trying to get some offense going. And just really pretty quiet here. Shelton one of six, and Gibbon one of six from three-point land. Down to the block, there's Mitch Sell. Turnaround jumper off the glass and in. And that should be Gibbon's offensive strategy here throughout most of the ball game. As we said, they go 6-4, 6-5, 6-6. Shelton can't match that. Lens at 6'4". Everybody else is 6'1". So 11-6, give it on top. And that man-to-man kind of denying Shelton from really being aggressive here. They've settled for threes. They haven't really posted anybody up. Chaney for three. It's a round and out. No good. And the rebound brought down by Braxton Smith. Hands it off to Wiseman. Wiseman to the top of the circle, back over to Smith. Ball fake three, bounce pass inside to Hyde. Back out top, Wiseman for three, and it's good. Wiseman with his second three-point bucket, and the lead now 8-A. 7-0 run here for Gibbon to go up 14-6. Left wing, Quinn Chaney. They fight off the screen. Chaney now picks his dribble up, skips it all the way up top to Bombeck. Coach Dave Ullman already used a timeout in the first quarter to try and get something sparked that has not worked. Bounce pass inside, kicked out of bounds by Gibbon. 
Shelton will give it another chance. The Gibbon fans making some noise. All the Gibbon guys up off the bench applauding their players. And now checking in for Shelton is going to be Christian Bly. 6'3", junior. Gives him a little length. Not the biggest kid as far as bulky, but he will give him a little more length down low against Connor Hyde. Let's see if they can get him the basketball. He also can shoot it from the outside. Nothing off the inbounds. Bomb back with the top. This circle to Cheney. Trying to find Angel Lynn. Ball screen for Bombeck. Pick and roll. It's a beauty inside. Lynn missed it, but the offensive putback is there for Christian Bly. Finally, Lynn didn't have somebody hanging on him, and he just put it up way too strong. Gibbon will throw over the top of the press here, but will not attack. They'll go back to Wiseman. A deep three. It's off the front of the iron. No good. Ball goes out of bounds, and it is last touched by Shelton. So Gibbon will get another chance here. And Zach Myers checks in. For Shelton, 14-8, given up, 5-19 to go here in quarter number two. Girls game 51-32, Shelton steadily pulled away to go to 8-2. Expect a chance to talk with Coach Jeff Thober here at the half. Skip pass right wing, Braxton Smith down low to Hyde. He's doubled, poked out of his hands, balls loose. Gibbon turns it over for the sixth time. Bombeck will push it up on the left side. Switches to the left hand, back to the trailer in Quinn Chaney. And nothing there. Didn't even get much of attack off the steal. Try another pick and roll. Bombeck will shoot the three and hit it. Bly was covered. They switched on him. That left Bombeck open, and Riley gets his first bucket of the basketball game. 14 to 11. Back-to-back buckets here by the Bulldogs. Wiseman, size, short pass. They're almost got it picked away. Try to throw it inside. Ball still alive here. Wiseman will take a three. It's no good. Ball tipped out of bounds. Had a weird-looking play down there. The referee was going, it's not out of bounds. It looked like the ball was going to go out of bounds. It never went out of bounds. It gave Wiseman a wide-open look. But uh, Shelton able to save the basketball, and it will be theirs here after the referees get together and talk about what happened on that last play. Trying to keep things rolling here offensively. Other girls score. Sutton beat Centura tonight, 36-20. to and York, no problem with Skyler to stay undefeated. Baseline, Lynn runs into Wiseman. Back out to Bombeck. Bombeck has it blocked from the side by Sell. It kind of slid out of his hands, and then Sell made sure that it didn't go any farther forward as Wiseman brings it into the front court here. 14-11, to 11, Gibbon. Wiseman, a little hand on him. They let it go. Zach Myers, good defense out front here in the 2-3 zone from the Bulldogs. He and Bombeck are up top. Lynn, Bly, and Quinn Chaney down below in the 2-3. Wiseman, bounce pass down low, and a three-second violation as they got it to Braxton Smith, but it looked like maybe Sell was in the lane too long, and Caleb Pickle will come in for Sell, and we're going to get another timeout here for Shelton. With 3.40 remaining in the first half of play, a low-scoring boys game. It's given 14 and Shelton 11. This timeout brought to you by ENT physician Carney. This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes. 
Gangor Seed Supply in Shelton wishes all of the athletes best of luck. You've worked hard to make it this far, so compete hard and have fun. A proud sponsor of high school athletics, Gangor Seed Supply Incorporated in Shelton. Good luck, athletes. Kearney High boys continue to lead North Platte on ESPN 1460 AM and 92.1 FM going into the fourth quarter. The St. Paul boys beating Columbus SCOTUS 52-27. to Here we come out of the Shelton timeout with the Bulldogs trailing at home here against Gibbon by a score of 14-11. to Bombeck fakes the three, now drives to the right elbow. Work the basketball around to the left wing. One dribble for Zach Myers. Up top, Bombeck, the paint's open, drives in. The leader's good over the top of Connor Hyde. And Riley Bombeck cuts it to one at 14-13. Seven in a row here by Shelton after seven in a row were put up by Gibbon to take that eight-point lead. Three minutes to go in the first half of play. Wiseman way out there and hits the three. It's all net. That's his third three, and that's the bulk of the offense right now for Gibbon. It hasn't been special, 17-13 in favor of the Buffaloes. They have not trailed yet. Wiseman hit a three on the opening possession of the game. Bombeck trying to answer off the screen. His three-pointer is no good, and Caleb Pickle will get his first rebound of the basketball game. Wiseman pushes it right down the middle of the floor. Over on the right wing, he'll find Marcus Smith. Down low, turnaround jumper, comes up short that time, and the rebound brought down by Christian Bly, his second off the miss of Connor Hyde. Given one of the foul, didn't get it. Len in the right-hand corner. Three-pointer, it's good. Angel Len will get his first bucket of the ball game, and yes, he can shoot it outside, but when we get to our seeds of success, brought to you by your Impact Ag Partners, even though Len has players that are just as tall or taller, he has got to work harder down on the post. At the other end, Hyde gets free as they attack the press that time. And Hyde now with six points. Our Seeds to Success brought to you by Pioneer. Knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. Here's Len in the paint. He got tripped. He's been trying to step through and bounced off about three Gibbon players trying to slide over. And the foul is going to be on Connor Hyde. That's his second. And Coach David Benj still not happy about the no call at the other end. And checking into the ball game, Mitchell Sell. And also in there is Dylan Davis for Gibbon. Pickle stays in with Wiseman and Marcus Smith. Shelton ball underneath their own hoop. And they'll lob it all the way out to half court to Angel and 19-16. Give it a minute 40 to go here in quarter number two. Holding the basketball now, Quinn Chaney at half court. Gives it off to Ashton Simmons. Top of the circle, Zach Myers. Back over to Chaney. Ball screen, pick and roll. Throws it a little bit behind Kellen Gag. It's loose. And Chaney's able to go pick it back up. Now brings it into the paint. And another blocking foul going to be called here by the Buffaloes. And this blocking foul is going to be on Dylan Davis, his first, team's fifth. In for Shelton is Ryan Lewis. And checking out will be Zach Myers. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report into Lewis, trying to get Lynn a three, drives the baseline wide open, layup is good. 
Lynn attacks the basketball hoop and gets his second bucket of the ball game. Cuts it to one. 19-18. Give it a minute. Ten to go here in the first half. Wiseman, three threes. Hyde, six points inside. That's 15 of their 19 points. Smith fakes the three. Good pass pass underneath for the layup. Dylan Davis. Great job on the assist from Marcus Smith. 21-18. Three-point lead again for Gibbon. Chaney has it tipped away. Smith trying to make the steal. It's loose on the floor. They're going to fall on it. Gibbon's going to get a timeout called as they get the steal. First turnover of the quarter for Shelton. And Gibbon will call their first timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 34 seconds to go on the half. Gibbon 21, Shelton 18. The Cornerstone Bank, with over 35 locations in central Nebraska, proudly supports this broadcast. Helping with your financial future is what we do. Cornerstone Bank can help you with home, personal, and business loans. Good luck, athletes. From Cornerstone Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Gibbon Packing. We are small town on a national scale. We're in your backyard. We're your neighbor. And we proudly support the communities in which we operate. Good luck to all area athletes on and off the field. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com. Last year in the matchup, Angel Lenz shot lights out and Shelton defeated Gibbon 66-49, part of a 16-7 season. For Shelton, Gibbon ended up going 12-10 and 10 last year. They had got out to a 5-1 start, but uh, then dropped a couple games in the holiday tournament and had a rough end of the season where they only won two of their last eight basketball games. Here, Gibbon has the lead as we return to action with 44 seconds to go before halftime, and Gibbon may just hold for the last shot here. Matt Wiseman dribbling in the center circle when Cheney comes out and gets on him. They've got fouls to give. They've only committed three. He'll give it off momentarily to Marcus Smith, who dribbles a couple of times and gives it back to Wiseman. Still 22 seconds to go here. 1-3-1 one, one zone by the Bulldogs. Trying to make Gibbon pass the ball on the five-second count. 15 seconds to go. Wiseman right in front of the Shelton bench. Tries to get a ball screen, but the screen was not even contacted. And then Wiseman throws up a deep three. It doesn't get there. It's out of bounds. Yeah. Matt, that's as far off as he's been in the ball game. Still four and a half seconds here for Shelton to get a shot away. Quinn Chaney with it. Chaney trying to find an opening, gets into the front court. The leaner at the horn is off the glass, no good, and that's the end of the first half of play. And a low-scoring boys' ball game between teams that do like to get up and down the court. And the visiting given Buffaloes have a 21-18 lead over the Shelton Bulldogs at the half. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up next. Stay with us here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Comfy Bowl of Gibbon wishes the athletes good luck. Comfy Bowl provides portable toilet rentals, family-owned and operated and serving central Nebraska for over 25 years. Comfy Bowl offers great from construction sites to upscale events. Online, ComfyBowlRentals.com. Some of the region's best athletes become B&B Carpet Athletes of the Month. Nominate new honorees or seal the previous Athletes of the Month at PlatteRiverPreps.com. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. We never forget a great effort. Powered by Platte River Radio. 
If keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery or eClipper, email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, Caro, and everywhere in between. We will give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows? You might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show danger stunts or crazy cats, but we'll keep you informed about our towns, and our people. Gibbon Packing. We are small town on a national scale. We're in your backyard. We're your neighbor. And we proudly support the communities in which we operate. Good luck to all area athletes on and off the field. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of the boys game. It is given 21 and Shelton 18. We'll recap the girls game for you in just a moment. Uh, Do not see Coach Jeff Thober, so hopefully we'll get our chance to chat with him here for a couple of minutes, but don't see him at the moment. So let's just go ahead and run down the first half stats of our boys' game. For Shelton, Riley Bombeck, five points, one rebound and a block. Tyson Kenton has a rebound. Ryan Lewis, three rebounds. Quinn Chaney has a three-point bucket and three rebounds. Christian Bly, two points, two rebounds. Ashton Simmons, two points. And Angel Lynn, six points and two rebounds. Six points in the first quarter, 12 in the second at the half. 18 points, 12 rebounds, one out of two at the free throw line, three of 10 from three-point land, five turnovers for Shelton, nobody with more than one foul. For Gibbon, Matt Wiseman has hit three threes. He leads the way with nine points, four rebounds. Marcus Smith has a rebound. Braxton Smith, three rebounds and two block shots. Caleb Pickle has a rebound. Dylan Davis has two points. Connor Hyde, six points, two rebounds. Mitch Sell, four points, a rebound, and a blocked shot here in the first half. Nine points in the first quarter, 12 in the second. 21 points, 12 rebounds. One out of one at the free throw line. Two of ten from three-point land. Three blocks and seven turnovers. And in just their fourth game of the season, given looking for their second win in a row, they're one and two. They lead six and three Shelton, 21 to 18. We'll be back with a recap of the girls' basketball game right after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Comfy Bowl of Gibbon wishes the athletes good luck. Comfy Bowl provides portable toilet rentals, family-owned and operated and serving central Nebraska for over 25 years. Comfy Bowl offers great from construction sites to upscale events. Online, ComfyBowlRentals.com. A place to listen or download podcasts of the game that our Platte River radio stations broadcast from as far back as five years are at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com. Download the free Platte River radio app so you're connected. We never forget a great game at PlatteRiverPreps.com, powered by Platte River Radio. 
The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! Gangwish Seed Supply in Shelton wishes all of the athletes best of luck. You've worked hard to make it this far, so compete hard and have fun. A proud sponsor of high school athletics, Gangwish Seed Supply Incorporated in Shelton. Good luck, athletes. This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes. Farming is a way of life here. It always has been and always will be. Today's farmers have a feel for the land. That shows in the harvest. They team up with Clevenger Farm Products to deliver their fuels and help save valuable time. Locally owned and operated, so the people behind the counter are the people you've known for years. People you can rely on. Whether you need fuels delivered or you get your fuel right there 24-7, pay at the pump in Gibbon and Kearney. For everyone who's nurturing the land, Clevenger Farm Products, proud to support the area athletes. And back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, Shelton Girls basketball coach Jeff Thober was trying to figure out who the Dallas Cowboys are going to pick in the first round of the NFL draft. Who'd you, who'd you find out, coach? Anything on defense. <laughs> well, the girls have definitely played defense for you throughout the year. You have found a way to get to 8-2, and two, and uh, you have McKenna Willis back here the, the last uh, three basketball games, and we know you were missing her the last time we shot you against Wilcox Hildreth, and I know a lot of eyes continue to get open. I mean, you've only got the two losses, and they're both to undefeated teams, and Exeter Milligan's always been really good. Uh, these girls just find a way. It might have taken them a while to get going offensively tonight, but they did what they needed to do. Yep, yep. Uh, I thought Gibbon played pretty good tonight. I thought they gave our matchup zone some fits and gave us some different looks and uh, made us adjust a little bit, but uh, yeah, we just keep plugging along and, and trying to get better, and uh, now I think what we need to do is win a big game, and then that's kind of what we're looking for here. So, What was the key? Because McKenna Willis had 11 of her 12 points in the first half when you only had 20, and then you started to get a three here and there, but Berglund was great for you tonight. Uh, Clark wasn't on from three-point land, but she still got you 10 points. Was there something that clicked for you there in the second half once you finally got it going? Um, I, you know, I didn't think we shot exceptionally well, but we just I, that's kind of what we do. We just play a lot of girls and play hard and keep plucking away and, and uh find different ways to score and we got a lot of different ways we can score you know offensive rebounds get it to the post hit threes turnovers and so we just keep plugging along and see what happens from the outside you kind of know what this Shelton Gibbon rivalry is like uh what's what is it like now that you're on the inside coaching it the last couple couple years for me it's nothing but for the girls it's a little different (laughs) so they're always excited to play Gibbon I think and I think it's been a good good rivalry and uh uh, for me, it's just uh, it's given. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you 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 do get to play some home games next week as you go out of conference, but you got to go to Dashler and again. You kind of look up and down the road. You want to win a big game when you get towards the end of the month here and go to Wood River and go to Overton. Those are going to be the big games. Yeah, I know you want to take care of business before then. And right. again, uh, what's what's still to work on with this ball club? Um, just more consistency. Um, and, and I. I think uh, 
we had Aaliyah Gomez hurt too. She's probably our best defender up front there, and so that hurts us a little bit. But we got to stay healthy and just get more consistent. And I think every team's looking for consistency with shooting the three because it seems like the teams that shoot the three well win all their games. You wow. know, and anymore it's just like you just rely on that. So we got to continue shooting and uh, shooting with confidence and just try to keep getting better. It's been a while since Shelton girls have been uh, ranked. I mean, they're, they're, those those things. We know when it was. It was back in the Brannigan time and all of that. And they've had some hard times and the 50 games and all that 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 have not been. But you got to. There's got to be a little sense of pride now walking down the halls here at Shelton that uh, things are really going good, and you still only have one upperclassman, no seniors, one junior. Right, yeah. I, I, the girls are excited, and they know they're, <laughs> they know we're still not very good. But we're, you know, we're, we're decent. And, and, but they're, they just continue to keep working hard and working hard, and I, I think as long as you got that going, we're going to give ourselves a chance to be really good someday. All right, Jeffrey, uh, have a good new year, and we will hope to see you soon. Thank you, Doug. Appreciate it. That's the head coach, Jeff Thober, as they win it today by a score of 51 to 32. They had the three gals in double figures. As we said, Berglund, 12 points and 12 rebounds. Uh, McKenna Willis, 12 points, 10 points for Haley Clark. On the other side, it was Jahida Castaneda with 14 points and seven rebounds. We are ready to get the second half underway here. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Gibbon gets the ball to start the third quarter, skipping it around the zone. They end up throwing it out of bounds. So that'll be their eighth turnover of the basketball game. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors, to Athletic Director Ryan Province here and the crew for allowing us to bring you Tonight's high school basketball action as we get the 2021 portion of the season underway. Bombeck takes a look at a three. Wiseman makes him change his mind defensively. Deeper in the corner to Len. There's no baseline to drive this time, so he'll dribble it out of there. Back up top to Quinn Chaney. Looks like the same starting five for both teams. Wiseman, both Smiths, Hyde and Sell for Gibbon. Bombeck, Lewis, Chaney, Simmons, and Len for Shelton. Long opening possession, fadeaway jumper Len from the left elbow, no good. Rebound momentarily was in Shelton's hands, but it's taken away by Connor Hyde, his third of the basketball game. Up ahead, fast break, Smith brings it in, contact charge. Marcus Smith called for the charging foul. Len took it down low, literally, and a little slow to get up, but he's going to stay in a basketball game. Not quite a minute in to the third quarter of play. We're here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Shelton, bringing you all of today's action between the Buffaloes and the Bulldogs. And Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Bulldog basketball. Simmons up top, rotated over to Quinn Chaney. One dribble, looks inside, nothing there. Now they're able to find some room. Turnaround jumper almost thrown over the backboard by Smith, and the rebound brought down. Wiseman heads the other way with it here. Back out top, ball fake by Marcus Smith into the corner, open three, Braxton Smith, but it's over everything, and grabbed by Quinn Chaney, so a couple of shots that were well off the mark for each ball club, and Shelton brings it back in. Boy, it sure looked like when Ryan Lewis got into the paint there, he just kind of lost the ball last time down. Now coming in, we get a foul called as Ashton Simmons tries to take it to the hoop. We haven't had a lot of free throws. Marcus Smith with two quick fouls. He has the charge on one end and gets him on the arm on the other. And Simmons, who had a bucket back in the first quarter, will be just the second Bulldog to go to the line. 
And the free throw skips in and out. No good. Again, we've got a lot of sporting activities the rest of the week. Thursday, basketball here on Power 99. Wood River at Arcadia Luty. Sandy Creek St. Cecilia on 1230 KHAS. And Giltner Lawrence Nelson on the breeze, 94.5. And the second free throw by Simmons was good, but wave it off because he stepped over the line. He started to make a move because he thought he missed it. And the referee said he was on top of it. Friday basketball here on Power 99, Elm Creek at Loomis. Grand Island Central Catholic at Kearney Catholic on ESPN Radio on Friday. Bombeck tips the ball, but it ends up in Marcus Smith's hands. Saturday, we've got a lot for you as well. Down on the low block, Mitchell Sell. Out to Wiseman, deep three. Hits the front of the iron, no good. Offensive putback, Connor Hyde is good. Haven't had a lot of those quick offensive putbacks by Gibbon, but we do there. Took two minutes for us to score, and driving to the hoop, Quinn Chaney never stopped. Then a reach-in foul on Mitchell Sell. Total mismatch there. Sell with his first personal foul. It's before the shot. Saturday, we've got the Amherst Wrestling Invitational Finals. They get underway somewhere around four, might be a little earlier. Driving in the paint, off-balance jumper, hits the front of the rim, no good that time for Simmons. The rebound brought down by Marcus Smith. Outlet to Wiseman, drives right corner to the baseline. He's cut off by Bombeck, dribbles it back out of the corner. Now they want to dump it down low to Hyde, and it's through his hands. And going to be touched by Shelton, they say, out of bounds. Tyson Kenton comes in. Other basketball on Saturday, we've got... Three games for you on ESPN Radio. It starts at the girls' showcase up in Broken Bow, Pleasanton and Adams Central at 11. Inbounds pass comes to Mitchell Sell just outside the paint. He'll use the glass and bank it in to make it 25-18. to 18. And then we've got the Carney Catholic at North Platte, doubleheader beginning at 2 Saturday, and Shelton throws it away. A little miscommunication there between teammates, and out of bounds it goes. The biggest lead of the game was Gibbon at 14-6. Then Shelton scored seven in a row, and now the lead is back out to 7-25-18. Shelton has yet to score here in the first three minutes of the second half. Wiseman has himself in trouble, able to throw over the top of it, though, to Marcus Smith. He'll drive the middle of the lane, and a reach-in foul going to be called here on Shelton. First foul of the half on the Bulldogs. Three have already been called on Gibbon, and it's going to be on Tyson Kenton. His first personal foul. That's only the fourth foul of the entire game called on the Bulldogs. Given to throw it in underneath, and you've got the Twin Towers hide and sell down there on the block. Look for the lob. Not there. They'll go to sell as he pops out into the left-hand corner. Now tries to go back door. Hyde makes a great catch and puts it up and in. And Connor Hyde makes it 27-18, a nine-point lead for Gibbon. They start the half on a 6-0 run. Shelton has three timeouts, and Gibbon has four remaining in the game. The ball goes off a bomb back. Confusion out there between him and Kenton. Another turnover for Shelton. Long outlet pass gets kicked away, and Sell will have to run it down for the Buffaloes. To Smith. Smith into the paint. In the traffic. Gives it off the right-hand corner. He'll find Smith. Braxton reverses it over here to Sell. Down to Hyde. He's triple team. Back door wide open. Reverse layup. Good. Braxton Smith. 29 to 18, and we talked about that as our seeds to success way back in the second quarter, getting the ball inside for Gibbon, and that's what they're doing here to start the third quarter, and they build an 11-point lead here as the Bulldogs are being stymied offensively. Halfway through the third, Angel Land takes a three-pointer. It's no good. That was just kind of a desperation. Braxton Smith with his fourth rebound. 
And Gibbon now really trying to put some hurt on. Their defense has been stellar, holding Shelton to 18 points with 3.40 to go in the third. And let's see if they can keep pounding it inside here against the zone. They'll reset it out top to Wiseman. Coach Dave Oman off the bench here. Got to be close to using that timeout. Marcus Smith puts up a playground shot in the middle of the lane. The one-hand runner hits the front of the rim. No good. Lynn with the rebound. Outlet pass into the front court to Kenton. It's knocked away. Out of bounds. And then they're going to call Kenton for a tripping foul. Turnover Shelton. And they're going to say that Kenton reached out his hand and tripped him. And that'll be his second. And we've got a timeout by Shelton, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 3.19 to go in the third quarter. It's given 29, Shelton 18. Why pay more when you can get better internet for less? Why settle for it's okay internet when you can have blazing fast speeds to get things done on a snap? Stop asking why and make the switch to NCTC and do business with a company you can trust. With exceptional customer service and Nebraska values, you can't go wrong. Switch to NCTC Internet and experience the difference. We're confident you'll love our service. Visit nctc.net today. The Cornerstone Bank, with over 35 locations in central Nebraska, proudly supports this broadcast. Helping with your financial future is what we do. Cornerstone Bank can help you with home, personal, and business loans. Good luck, athletes. From Cornerstone Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Some of the region's best athletes become B&B Carpet Athletes of the Month. Nominate new honorees or see all the previous athletes of the month at PlatteRiverPreps.com. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. We never forget a great effort. Powered by Platte River Radio. few more boys basketball scores rolling in. They go to the fourth quarter. Carney High 68, North Platte 42 on ESPN Radio, 1460 AM, 92.1 FM. The Hayes Center, Maywood Hayes Center boys beat Highline 75-63. Grand Island Central Catholic boys over Northwest 49-33. They remain undefeated. The girls won earlier tonight by eight to remain undefeated for Central Catholic. Given takes a deep three. Matt Wiseman, that one is no good. Rebound. Brought down by Angel Lynn, his fourth of the basketball game. Three minutes to go in quarter number three, and Shelton has yet to score in the quarter. They're down 29-18. Down on the block, back up top, Lynn. Lynn into a triple team, and he's going to get bailed out on a foul here on Gibbon. Going to be called on Braxton Smith. That's his second, and the team's fourth. Shelton ball underneath their own hoop, and they've only attempted 1-3. It's not like they're 0 for 6 from downtown. They're just not getting many good-looking shots. Off the inbound, they get it to Bombeck in the deep corner. He uses a ball screen, pick and roll. Nobody rolls. The bounce pass goes right by Ryan Lewis and out of bounds. Shelton had five turnovers in the first half. They've got four in just over five minutes of the second half. And again, just shocking. I thought we'd have an up-and-down game in the 60s here and it's not even close. Marcus Smith brings it up the floor, gives it off to Wiseman who hit three threes in the first half, but they're working inside here. Now Wiseman dribbles all the way in, switches hands, right hand attempt no good, offensive rebound, pulled down put back up and in by Sell. Second chance opportunities, getting them on the glass as well. A 12-0 start to the half a 13 point lead, a deep three put up here by Simmons is good. So Ashton Simmons 
Gets the first points of the second half here for Shelton on a downtown three. He now has five points. 31-21 given. Two minutes to go in the third quarter of play. With it up top is Marcus Smith. Ball fake. Bulldogs trying to get a little more active going after the basketball. And a foul here on Simmons. That'll be his second. Third team foul on Shelton. And Gibbon has five fouls right now. They will not guard the inbound near the scorer's table. Smith, Braxton gets it safely into Marcus. Skip passes underthrown, trying to get it to Wiseman. Chaney picks it off. That's just the second turnover the half of Gibbon. Len brings it up, tries to get by one, two. He's being hand-checked. Good bounce pass backdoor Lewis, and he's fouled. Connor Hyde will be called for his third personal foul and two free throws coming up. It was a great bounce pass. Ryan Lewis now looks for his first points of this basketball game. See if he can convert a little bit here. First free throw on the way, and it's good. Some girls scores from earlier, 51-32. Shelton winning it tonight over Gibbon. And Summelmurdo over St. Pat's, 51-42. Axtell beat Kennesaw, 49-30. Broken bow, no problem with McCook, 65-24. Elsewhere tonight, it was Fremont pounding Columbus, 87-43. Second free throw on the way, and it's no good. And an over-the-back foul looks like on Angel Len here over Dylan Davis. And for Angel, that'll be his first personal foul. Other scores tonight. 51-50 over North Platte. Hartman Lutheran beat the Riverside Girls 43-39. Lawrence Nelson over McCool Junction 39-28. Pleasanton no problem with Silver Lake 76-39. Palmer edged Hartland 31-28. Sandy Creek over Harvard 27-21. In overtime, Southern Valley beat Franklin 35-34. Sutton over Centura 36-20. Wilcox Hildreth over Bertrand. 45 to 25, and York stays undefeated with an easy win today over Skyler. 31 22, given. Marcus Smith drives, bounce pass underneath, got Len in the air, and a score for Mitchell Sell. He's got six in the quarter, and a chance at a three point play. Given really worked hard in that halftime locker room because they are getting it inside. They're letting the guards dribble into trouble, get into that double team, and make the bounce pass. It's beautiful right now for Gibbon. And again, we talked about that a couple of times with our Seeds to Success, brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer, where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information? Pioneer.com and your mobile Pioneer.com on your smartphone. And the free throw is up, and it is in. So Sell completes the three-point play. He's got seven in the quarter. And it's 34-22, according to our scoreboard, which is exactly right with one minute to go here in the half. What does Shelton need to do? What's their seeds to success? They've got to drive in a little bit, get something in that free throw line area, and Angel Lynn gets the bounce pass into him and travels with it. Shelton's just missing something. They aren't shooting the three as much, but yet they're not getting the basketball inside. So we'll see if they can get something heated up in the fourth quarter of play. Adams Central boys, a big win tonight at Elkhorn North, 59-52. Burwell stays undefeated, beating Ainsworth 70-52. to 
Hershey over the South Loop boys, 58 to 29. Southern Valley, no problem with Franklin. Southern Valley boys ranked. They went at 66-36. And Gibbon has decided to call a timeout, maybe to set up the last play of the third quarter. There's still 23 seconds to go. It's 34-22. Gibbon leading here at Shelton. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. If keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery or eClipper, email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, Cairo, and everywhere in between. We will give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows? You might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show danger stunts or crazy cats, but we'll keep you informed about our towns and our people. With our producer engineer Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Shelton. Final 23 seconds of quarter number three. It's given basketball. They set something up out of the timeout. They'll put it in Marcus Smith's hands. He'll dribble a couple of times, and then they find Matt Wiseman. Last quarter, he just threw up about a 22-footer. He's isolated one-on-one against Quinn Chaney. Gets the ball screen from Snell. Right side of the key. Has some room. Runner off the paint is up and in. And Wiseman with his first points of the second half. Quinn Chaney from three-quarter court. No good. And we are at the end of three quarters of play. And right now, Gibbon with their largest lead of the basketball game. It's the Bulldogs of Shelton trailing the Gibbon Buffaloes 36-22 here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes. Gangler Seed Supply in Shelton wishes all of the athletes best of luck. You've worked hard to make it this far, so compete hard and have fun. A proud sponsor of high school athletics, Gangler Seed Supply Incorporated in Shelton. Good luck, athletes. Gibbon Packing. We are small town on a national scale. We're in your backyard. We're your neighbor. And we proudly support the communities in which we operate. Good luck to all area athletes on and off the field. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com. The Cornerstone Bank, with over 35 locations in central Nebraska, proudly supports this broadcast. Helping with your financial future is what we do. Cornerstone Bank can help you with home, personal, and business loans. Good luck, athletes. From Cornerstone Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Doug Duda back with you as we head to the fourth quarter, and Shelton will get the basketball after being outscored 15-4 in the third quarter and now find themselves down by 14. They're going to have to take a three-pointer. Quinn Chaney just turn it off, and he'll hit it. So that's a good start. Chaney's only his second bucket of the ball game. Both of them are threes, but Shelton's going to have to score as many points in the fourth quarter that they have scored in the entire first three, 36-25. With man-to-man defense here off the screen, inside the hide, got fouled and scored. Chaney trying to get off that. I'll tell you what, they had grabbed the jersey of Angel Len. And Dave Oman's going to have something to say about that. He's going to talk about Angel Len just got his jersey grabbed there. And the foul called there on Quinn Chaney. Or Riley Bombeck. They might they posted it's on Bombeck. That'll be his second. And a chance at the three-point play. Connor Hyde, and the free throw is no good. And Bombeck 
will get the rebound, 38-25. Up the floor, Chaney poked away from behind. Turnover, Shelton, and then Chaney trying to tie him up. Going to be called for a foul, or are they going to call a jump ball? Let's see what the two officials, I think they had different calls. Oh, they're going to call a travel. So it'll be Shelton basketball. No turnover. So Shelton will like that. Given didn't get out of there cleanly with it. As Marcus Smith nearly made the steal. Given two turnovers last quarter for a total of nine. Shelton had five for a total of ten. Shelton ball. Angel Lynn dumps it into the left-hand corner to him. Back to Simmons, to Cheney. They're all over him, and then we get a push off. Angel Lynn ends up on the ground. Foul on the Buffaloes, and we're going to shoot free throws after the next one. It's on Sell, his second. Team fouls are now even at six apiece. Shelton will box the lane. Cheney back to Lynn. Kicks it out of the wing to Simmons. Now they're trying to get Cheney on the far side. Bomb back to Quinn. Hand in his face, Sell. Gibbons did a good job fighting off those screens. Simmons throws one up from deep. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Connor Hyde. That's his fifth. Shelton is five of 14 from three-point land. Wiseman for three, in and out, no good. Out of bounds, off of Gibbon. And for Gibbon, they are 0 of 4 in this half. They are 2 of 14 from three-point land. And with that 13-point lead, kind of that point where you don't really need the three, but if you hit a couple, you put it away. So... They've been very successful in the paint here in the second half. Simmons to the top of the key, kicks it back right wing to Lewis. Lewis drives the baseline, dribbles it off his leg. It goes out of bounds. Shelton turns it over. They have just not been in sync tonight here for the Bulldogs. And for Shelton, they go to Deschler on Friday, who's a solid 6-2. They have got a heck of a run coming up. When they have the three home games next week, Tuesday it's Arcadia Loop City 5-3. Thursday, it's Dave Oman's old team who he'll really want to get after. Centura 6-1, and one, and then state-rated Ansley Litchfield at home next Friday, who is 9-1. So they have got some big-time games ahead, and 25 points is not going to get the job done. So let's see if they can get something figured out. Given run a lot of works here off the screens. Shelton's hanging with them. But just really spreading the floor here, running some clock. Wiseman with it up top. Swings it right side to Marcus Smith, looking for somebody to break wide open off the screen. They force it in. Bombeck tipped it away but couldn't get the steal as he and Angel Len rode in, ran into each other, and Braxton Smith grabbed it. This is KKPR-FM, Carney, Ravenna, Wood River, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda with you on a Tuesday night. Here as we start our 2021 portion of the season. Still six minutes to go in the game, and it's 38-25, given boys using that 15-4 third quarter, and now just running what five-game weave. Everybody calls it a little something different. Try to get it down to the low block. Marcus Smith does. Kicks it out of the wing. Braxton Smith skips it inside. There's the layup. It took him a while, but Connor Hyde got free. Caught it with the left hand, scored it with the right, and it's 40-25. Pull up three at the other end. A quick shot that's no good, and Matt Wiseman will pull down the rebound, and that might be... The only chance that Shelton has now is to start training some bombs because nothing else has worked for him in the game. It's basically a four-corner offense right now for the Buffaloes. A lot of high-low screening, run through, 
And they used about 45, 50 seconds last time. Now Bombeck will steal it away. Bombeck brings it in. They let him go, and he'll score. Just the 10th turnover for Gibbon, and Riley Bombeck now with seven points in the basketball game. Five minutes to go, 40-27. to 27. Still a chance here for Shelton, but they've got to get hot and create, continue to create turnovers like that. And Shelton will have to uh, rebound everything that Gibbon misses. And Gibbon was getting some offensive boards there in the third quarter, some easy putbacks. Sell all the way out top. Christian Bly's in on him. They're getting ready to put Zach Myers into the game. Angel Lynn right in the pocket of Connor Hyde, 25 feet away from the hoop. But Gibbon's just not able to get up top here on these passes. 4.15 to go. And we've whittled away nearly two minutes on the last two total possessions here for Gibbon. Len switches off the screen. Marcus Smith dribbles to the right wing. Wiseman's open up top. They'll skip it to him. They'll give him the room. Shading him is Tyson Kenton. Four minutes to go. Try to pass it inside. Len knocks it away. Gibbon picks it back up. Didn't have numbers. And they'll slow it down. A couple of players diving for the ball. Had to get up off the floor. And almost a steal for Shelton. But instead now Gibbon's able to work more clock. Gibbon held in the 40s in those first two games against St. Paul and Central City. And then they put up a good number of 65 in the win over Minden. And we're going to get a timeout here by Gibbon to go over strategy. With 3.39 remaining in the contest, it is Gibbon 40, Shelton 27. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area athletes good luck in their competition. Stop into Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad Messersmith and Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913 or stop in their Elm Creek office at 121 North Tyler Street. If keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery or eClipper, email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, Caro, and everywhere in between. We will give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows? You might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show danger stunts or crazy cats, but we'll keep you informed about our towns, and our people. Injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. The good news is everybody was suited up tonight, and we have so far made it through the ball game clean with 3.40 to go. It is 40 to 40-27 in favor of Gibbon, and they are really running clock right now. Called the timeout, got back into the four corners. Carney High has completed the sweep of North Platte, 84-54 in the boys' game tonight. Again, wide receiver Devonta Adams of Alabama won the Heisman. And after all the time that is consumed here, another 26 seconds run off the clock and a foul called on Shelton. It's going to be on Angel Lynn, his third. Both teams are now in the bonus. So a one-and-one. When we are done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. And the front end of the one-on-one for Wiseman is up, and it is in. He's got 12 points. He hit three threes in the first half. Got a bucket right at the end of the third quarter. 
Second free throw good. So Gibbon hasn't got to play a lot of basketball this year because of those three weeks off of COVID, just two games before the first of the year. And now they've won a couple since coming out of that. Pull up three, bomb back, it's too strong. Long rebound comes out and grabbed by Connor Hyde. That's one thing when you do have the height advantage, those long rebounds that come off the th- miss three, those big paws, long arms can go out there and grab them. 2.50 to go. And it's going to be Gibbons' night tonight. They're going to get to 2-2 two and two on the season and look to put together a winning streak as Wiseman trying to dribble things out. Again, the Gibbon boys haven't played at home yet. They're going to go to Ord on Friday. The chance have struggled at 2-7. and seven. Wiseman off the screen, fires the three, and hits it. 16 points now for Matt Wiseman, and that should just about do it. 45-27, fast break. Bly, he's fouled going up there for the block. And picking up the foul will be Connor Hyde. That'll be his fourth. And Christian Bly will go to the line to shoot two. Got a put-back bucket in the second quarter. But again, for the Gibbon boys, after the game at Ward Friday, then five of the next six are at home. And the first free throw here by Bly is up, and it is in. They'll host Holdridge in the home opener Saturday. The next week, they've got Blue Hill at home on Tuesday and go to state-rated Donovan Trumbull on the 15th and three straight at home, Amherst, Centura, Harvard. Second free throw, no good. And the rebound brought down by Braxton Smith, his fifth. To Wiseman, he's guarded closely by Zach Myers. 2-10 to go in the game. It's 45-28 in favor of Gibbon. Shelton just 10 total points in the second half. And another foul called here. Foul is on Myers, his first, and Wiseman back to the line here. Hit a couple last time he was there. Coach Ben's going to go to his subs in a moment. Now I think they're going to go a little deeper down the bench, feeling that this one should be in hand. Free throw is good, 46-28. to 28. Checking into the ball game for Gibbon. For the first time, Tommy Nicholson, he's waiting to check in for the shooter. Also coming into the ball game, Caden Hines for the first time. Second free throw now for Wiseman. And Matt will put it up and in, and his evening is done. Seven in the quarter and a game high, 18 points for Wiseman. The largest lead of the evening, 19, 47 to 28 with 2.06 remaining in the ball game. Also back in, Caleb Pickle. So Pickle and Dylan Davis on the floor as well with Nicholson, Wiseman actually stayed in there, and Caden Hines. Jumper on the way, and it's good for Angel Lynn, and we're going to get a timeout. So Lynn hits his second three, and Coach Dave Oman elects to use the timeout with a minute 51 to go, 47-31, so hoping that there's still a little bit of a window. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. The Cornerstone Bank, with over 35 locations in central Nebraska, proudly supports this broadcast. Helping with your financial future is what we do. Cornerstone Bank can help you with home, personal, and business loans. Good luck, athletes. From Cornerstone Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Gibbon Packing. We are small town on a national scale. We're in your backyard. We're your neighbor. And we proudly support the communities in which we operate. Good luck to all area athletes on and off the field. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com. 
Amigos Build It Burritos and Bowls. Come in two sizes, regular and really big. They all start with made-from-scratch cilantro lime rice. And then you custom build it with layer upon layer of flavor. There's three meats to choose from, two beans, three veggies, and three homemade sauces. For an amazing taste combination, try the new queso sauce with shredded pork. When it's cold outside, the perfect on-the-go meal is a queso build it burrito or bowl at Amigos. 151 remaining in our game. 47 31. Given with the lead. Shelton won the girls' game 51 to 32. And out of the full court press, they'll get it into Wiseman. That's exactly where they want it. Trying to trap him in the backcourt with Cheney and Bombeck. They're doing a good job right here. Wiseman finally gets rid of it to Caden Hines. Throws back to Wiseman. And there it is. That's 10 seconds, and they weren't even halfway up. The backcourt. Oh, they're going to give Gibbon a timeout. No. No, no, no. Oh, well. It's a 16-point game. It should be well in hand. But Gibbon is granted the timeout to save the 10-second violation. So we'll take it with them. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Still 47-31 Gibbon. Comfy Bowl of Gibbon wishes the athletes good luck. Comfy Bowl provides portable toilet rentals, family-owned and operated, and serving central Nebraska for over 25 years. Comfy Bowl offers great from construction sites to upscale events online. ComfyBowlRentals.com place to listen or download podcasts of the game that our Platte River radio stations broadcast from as far back as five years are at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com. Download the free Platte River radio app so you're connected. We never forget a great game at PlatteRiverPreps.com powered by Platte River Radio. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. All right, we're back to action here in the Carney Tillion Repair broadcast booth. Wiseman, they throw it to him in the backcourt. He brings it across. Shelton had created the 10 seconds. I mean, you had a timeout at 151, and you had a timeout at 138. It wasn't even close. They just didn't get the call. Wiseman just trying to go one-on-one here against Zach Myers. and Five-second count, then they get the knees connected, and there will be a foul. Second on Zach Myers. It's the ninth team foul, so Wiseman back to the line. He's hit all four here in these situations. Getting set to bring Jordy Solaris into the ball game. And the front end of the one and one is good. So getting close to that 21-point average through the first three games. Eight in the quarter, 19 in the game. Second free throw now is good, and that should do it for Wiseman. 49-31 as Solaris comes into the ball game. And also into the ball game now for Shelton is going to be Kellen Gag. Myers is still in there. That's about it. Minute 15 to go. 
as Shelton will fall to six and four, and Gibbon will improve to two and two. And Gibbon just did a great job on both sides of the basketball court today. Bombeck brings it into the floor, gets the little leaner, hits the front of the rim. Jace Bombeck is on Gibbon. Riley Bombeck is on Shelton. Jace slapped it away, and it'll be Shelton basketball. Here comes Kobe Reitzel in, and Riley Bombeck is done. 49-31, Gibbon, a minute to go. This was a 21-18 game at the half. Driving the baseline, Chaney, no good. Rebound, Bly back up. He's fouled. And Christian will go to the line to shoot two. He's one of two. He has three points. The foul is on Solaris. His first. And again, the fourth quarter has kind of drug on a little bit here, but Gibbon, great job by them in the second half. Free throw is up, and it is in for Bly. 49-32 as we play out the last minute here on this Tuesday night. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. So Christian hits them both. He's got five points, 49-33. Bringing it up the floor now will be Caden Hines here for Gibbon. Chaney forcing him to the left hand, then back over to the right. He'll swing it over to Tommy Nicholson. See if anybody else can get their name in the scorebook here for either team. 40 seconds to go. Gibbon not in any real rush to shoot the basketball. Give it to Jordy Solares. He'll drive right side and dish it back out to Chase Bombeck. 30 seconds remaining in the game. Over to Nicholson. Nicholson into the paint. He's got a runner. It's up but a little too strong. No good. Rebound brought down by Myers. He'll give it off to Chaney. 20 seconds to go. Maybe one more shot here for the Bulldogs. Chaney trying to get an open lane. Pulls up at the free throw line. He was bumped. Shots no good. Rebound brought down by Jacob Kuchera. Taken away by Bly. And Bly will lay it up and in. So Christian Bly not done fighting. Six seconds to go. And Gibbon will dribble it out. And a final is in the books. These guys know each other so well. And Shelton got the big win at Gibbon last year. Gibbon comes back and gets the win today at Shelton by a final score of 49-35. to And for Shelton tonight, the 35 points, the second lowest. They won a low-scoring game over Red Cloud before Christmas, 32-17. to We'll be back with the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, final stats, coaches, chat, and more. Stay with us here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney, Gibbon, Shelton. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Comfy Bowl of Gibbon wishes the athletes good luck. Comfy Bowl provides portable toilet rentals, family-owned and operated and serving central Nebraska for over 25 years. Comfy Bowl offers great from construction sites to upscale events. Online, ComfyBowlRentals.com. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. 
Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. At Prairie Valley, when we say local, we mean local. To us, local is not picking hybrids and varieties that are supposed to work in a 16-state zone. Local is carefully selecting top-performing genetics that work specifically for an 8-county or smaller microzone. Prairie Valley promise is to create local seed package that is locally tested and then grown under the same conditions that you work with on your farm. So our local agronomists not only know the seeds, but the entire solutions to make your seed perform the best they can. So choose local with Prairie Valley Seeds. And once again, welcome back to Shelton. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors, to Athletic Director Ryan Province and the crew here for their hospitality. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We split the doubleheader tonight with Shelton winning the girls game 51-32. Emily Berglund, 12 points, 12 rebounds. McKenna Willis, 12 points. And Haley Clark had 10 points. Gibbon was led by Jahida Castaneda with 14 points and 7 rebounds. And in the boys game, Gibbon used a big third quarter. That was the difference to win at 49-35. They outscored Shelton 15-4 in quarter number three. Here's a look at the final numbers. First off, for the Bulldogs, Zach Myers had one rebound. There were nobody in double figures. Riley Bombeck, seven points, two rebounds, and a block. Tyson Kenton had a rebound. Ryan Lewis, 1.3 rebounds. Quinn Chaney hit a couple of threes, six points, four rebounds. Christian Bly, seven points, five of those in the fourth quarter. He had three rebounds. Ashton Simmons had five points, and Angel Len was the leading scorer, but he was held to just nine points and four rebounds. 18 points in the first half, 17 in the second half, 35 points, 18 rebounds. Five out of nine at the free throw line, six of 17 from three-point land, one block and 11 turnovers. Shelton is now six and four on the season. So 18 points from three and five free throws. That's 23 of their 35, only six two-pointers, so just as many threes as they had twos. And for Shelton, as we said, they'll have a tough stretch coming up their next four games all against teams with winning records. They go to 6-2 and two Deschler on Friday, then three home games next week. Arcadia Loop City, Centura, and Ansley Litchfield. That Centura game will be a big one as Coach Dave Oman. That was his previous coaching stop before coming over to Shelton. For the Gibbon Buffaloes, kind of the story of the year. Uh, they have been able to put some points up, but it's been the big three and three players scored 45 of their 49 points. And that was Matthew Wiseman leading the way with 20 points and six rebounds. Connor Hyde, 14 points, six rebounds. And Mitchell Sell, 11 points, two rebounds, and a block shot. Marcus Smith had two rebounds. Braxton Smith, two points, five rebounds, and two blocks. Caleb Pickle had a rebound. Dylan Davis, two points and a rebound. And Jacob Kuchera had a rebound. 21 points in the first half, 28 in the second half, 49 points, 24 rebounds. Eight out of nine at the free throw line. Just 3 of 15 from three-point land, three block shots, and 11 turnovers. And Gibbon now is red hot. 
in uh, 2021. They're 2-0 and to get their record to 2-2 two and two with a 49-35 to victory. And the head coach, David Benge, comes up to join us. We talked to him at halftime of the girls' game about all the COVID stuff. Again, they played two games against two teams that are, what, 16-3 and currently in Central City and St. Paul. And then they come back and beat Minden and Shelton. And, David, I thought we were going to have a game in the 60s here tonight, and that is not what materialized at all. Is this what you envisioned? I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, you know, I can tip my hat to Shelton having a lot of skill. I told you that uh, during the girls' game. Those guys, there's some talented kids, but we gave them some fits tonight, that's for sure. Your length, your height, yes. whatever you want to say, uh, it's not like they're short, but outside of Angel Lynn, you had a, a definitely a kind of a three-on-one advantage mm-hmm. down there on the post, sure. and Angel likes to shoot the ball outside. He's not really a true post player, although he can make some moves and take you one-on-one. You just didn't allow that to happen. Yeah, you could tell definitely they had a couple of times where they made a couple of good rips and uh, got a half-step on uh, some of our guys on the perimeter and turned to, look, turned to shoot, and there was you know, a guy with his irons way up in the air, and uh, I can say I've I've faced those arms myself, and they're tall. So uh, yeah, it was it was a good problem for the Buffaloes tonight. Tell me if you agreed with uh, what I saw here with your adjustments at halftime. You were two of ten from three point, or three of uh, eleven, I guess we should say, from three point land in the first half because Wiseman had uh, those three pointers here tonight, and you finished four <laughs> of sixteen. But you really concentrated on getting the ball inside, and even off a couple of missed, got offensive putbacks. You got uh, Mitchell Sell and Connor Hyde much more involved in the uh, third quarter right out of the gate. Uh, yes, since we come back from, uh, I guess you could call it our vacation, uh, that's been one of the things we've been really preaching in practice was we have guys that hold inside, and they have some length. At times, they, I don't think, utilize themselves well enough. They don't, they're not hungry enough inside, and so we've been, we've been preaching desire, you know, the desire to just compete every single second of every possession and, you know, and see how the chips fall. And tonight, I thought that was, you know, down the stretch in the second half specifically, there were several plays where we looked hungry underneath there. And, you know, that is, from a coaching standpoint, it doesn't get any better than that. David, I haven't, I don't remember, and maybe you can jog my memory, but even back before you, when Coach Reinertsen had it, there's never been, no. uh, at least in back when we go all the way back to the 70s, when everybody yeah. seemed to have 6'8 or 6'9 in there, yeah. you haven't worked with more than maybe one guy that had a little length to him. Uh, have you had to change uh, what you wanted to do coaching from a coaching standpoint? 100%. Yeah, we, I've never experienced anything like this. Uh, we went from you know being so guard-oriented my whole life, whether as a player, as a coach, even when I was in Lexington. You know, we had a lot of cards. Um, we have big guys now, um, and you're right. I, I had talked to several people in town, and they said that we've never had a class go through this, ever. We've had a 6'10 guy, a 6'9 guy. We've never had multiple 6'4 and 6'5 guys. So um, it, it is has been a challenge for me, but it's definitely one. After coaching 5'5 five, five and 5'6 five, guys, I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> so for sure. So. Nice to win the rebounding battle from yeah, time to time, sure. isn't it? We talked a little bit about it earlier tonight, but the boys, your boys, have not had the opportunity to play at home yet. Uh, more fans here tonight. Uh, hopefully... <laughs> Things continue well on the COVID front, uh, especially for you guys. But once you get home, five of those six, and, you know, again, you got to coach them up. But three very winnable games here to get a really good winning streak going before you run into Donovan Trumbull and you run into Amherst and you run into Centura here. Yep. Well, what's what's still to work on, and what about this stretch you've got here between now and the end of the month? You know, there's a lot of details that we, we've really focused on with these guys the last couple of years. 
Um, some of the habits have changed. Some of them have crept back. Uh, specifically, just the manner in which we go to screen people. We we find to we take our time. We'll just put it that way. Going to screen people, and they're not the best screen. So, um, screening people is definitely one we've been working on, and it definitely could still use some improvement. Um, just to get get Matt some shots, but also to get themselves open as well. You know, that's, those slips and those rolls are that much better when they're solid screens. So, um, being as big as we are, and we're going to have some height advantages. We got to get some points from inside, and I like I like where we're trending though. Yeah, there were a couple of whips out there tonight, especially mm-hmm. trying to set some screens yeah. up top out here. So I'll, I'll let you tell them. That. <laughs> I know they hear from me enough. So. Well, Coach, uh, we'll see you down the road. Keep up the good it. work. It's just great to see you guys back on the court. I agree. Thank you. David Bench, head coach of the Gibbon Buffaloes. They're 2-2 two and two after tonight's 49-35 victory. We'll take a break, see if Coach Oman pops out of the locker room and wrap things up, look at some other scores right after this. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Again, I want to remind you that we've got a lot of basketball uh, coming up this week here on uh, Power 99 and our uh, group of stations uh, Thursday night. We will be uh, bringing you a Luplak conference action as we go up to uh, Loop City. Arcadia Loop City will be taking on Wood River. We'll see a state-rated girls basketball team in uh, Wood River in what should be a good boys contest. Then on uh, the Breeze 94.5, Giltner and Lawrence Nelson, while St. Cecilia Sandy Creek will be on 1230 KHAS Friday. Great one in the FKC, Elm Creek and Loomis. And we will have Kearney Catholic, Crown Island Central Catholic on ESPN 1460. Saturday, here on Power 99, the finals of the Amherst Wrestling Invitational with a triple header on ESPN Radio, starting with the Pleasanton Adams Central Girls at 11. And then Kearney Catholic goes out to North Platte High for a girls and boys double header that begins at 2 tonight. Kearney High swept North Platte. And then Kearney Catholic gets a chance, but that girls game was 51-50. And the boys game, a big win tonight for the Bearcats, 84-54. Well, the head coach, Dave Oman, joins us here on the uh, postgame show. And, Coach, uh, we'll get you set up here. you got to move your mic down just to hear the words. And um, trouble scoring. I, I started with Coach Bench. I said, I came into tonight thinking we're going to have a game in the upper 50s to near 60 and get up and down the floor. Well, the ball wasn't going in the hole to get people out on – uh, get it out and run the run the basketball. Is this something that you thought was going to happen tonight as far as the, the pace of the game? Well, I thought we were going to play a little better, and uh, I thought they played better than we'd seen them on film. You know, the Wiesman kid, is I think, is one of the best players that we played against this year. And then their size. They got great size, and they did a nice job of getting the ball inside. I didn't think we shot it very well. I probably didn't coach very well. 
Well, a kid but, that likes to sh- you like to shoot the three, six of seventeen. Uh, maybe some of that came in the second half. It was balanced. You had three in each half, but there weren't any twos. There wasn't much in there for drive to the hoop like you guys like to do, or definitely transition because after the first quarter, Gibbon didn't turn it over very much. No, and and like I said, I thought we slowed him down with the press, but we didn't get much out of it. And then, like I said, I thought we missed a lot of bunnies inside. You know, we probably missed, I would say, five or six or so. And that makes a big difference there. So, And we appreciate you coming here, and we appreciate being on the radio. And I know the kids really enjoy that. So well, always great to see you, you guys. I'm, in, I'm interested because you came off a, a game against Parkview Christian in the holiday tournament, who's always had some length. I don't know if they do right, this they year. they are huge. And how did that prepare you for tonight? Well, you know, the second half against Parkview Christian, we outscored them by six. And, you know, the first half we kind of played like we did tonight. We just missed a lot of bunnies. And. Like I said, I think eventually we're going to be fairly good towards the end of the season. We just, like I said, we've got one starter back and two lettermen. And, and you know, we just got to develop some post players and we got to finish a little better around the basket. And I think we got a good bunch of kids and I think we got a chance to get better. You got a heck of a stretch now coming up here. Uh, you got to go to Dashler, then then three at home, and uh, boy, these next four or five for sure yeah. are all going to be real testers. For I you. think Dashler's got a bunch of kids back from last year. They got a couple. They got a big kid that I think's pretty good, and then like I said, uh, the rest of January. <laughs> <laughs> I I do I hope we get a couple. I'll you know what I'll feel guilty if I don't ask you this, so I have to ask you it the, the to see if we can get the politically correct answer here. But I know it's a couple games away. Uh, whether you're coaching against a, a one of your old players or you go back to a place that you coached, Centura's playing some pretty good basketball, and that's one of them that's coming up next week. Uh, how much are you looking forward to that? Well, like I said, I really thought they were going to be good last year and this year because I thought we had a bunch of young kids that we played. And uh, but he decided he wanted to bring one of his buddies in. So sometimes you just got to live with that. And that'd be a nice win if we could win that one. But we're going to have to play well because those two Rasmussen kids are really good. And the Wooden kid is, you know, is a nice player, too. And it's almost an unfair advantage that with the scouting report that you already know. I know what we got to do, but if we play like we did tonight, you know, like I said, we play like we did tonight the rest of January. We're going to have a long January. Well, I know you guys will get them coached up and uh, be ready to go over this stretch. So, uh, Dave, we'll let you get out of here and uh, hope to see you again. Okay. Like I said, I think I got a bunch of good kids, you know, and I like the administration here. And Will, my assistant, does a good job. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of happy here. And I just hope that we can win a couple more so they decided they don't need a new coach at the end of the year. Well, I mean, six and three starts, so I know tonight's a little bit of a bummer. There's already a good start for your your crew, so I'm sure there's so, a few more wins out there for you. Well, I think they're going to, like I said, I think they're going to get better, and and uh, we might have a chance in the sub-district. And it's just always good to see you. I think you do a great job. And like I said, I even once in a while when I'm going to a volleyball game, I listen to you on there. I think you do a good job with that, and I think, don't think that's always easy to do. Well, I appreciate it, but so, always great to see you. Yeah, same here. Thanks. We'll see yeah. you soon. You bet. Dave Oman, head coach of the uh, Shelton Bulldogs. It didn't come their way tonight in the boys' game, but they're still 6-4, and four, and uh, get a chance to see them play at home three times next week. They go to Deschler this week. That's going to wrap things up here on the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. A late night of basketball. Shelton wins the girls game 51-32. Gibbon gets the boys game 49-35. For our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda. Good night from Shelton. 
The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com. 